fighting against the woke establishment, rhino Republicans, and anyone else that stands in his way. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio. Hello and welcome. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on the Red Future Radio Network. Thank you so much for listening. And wow, I'm sure some of you are kind of upset and you should be. Uh, I know it's way past 11 and we're just now getting the podcast up. But, uh, you know, sometimes uh, things get a little busy in life and uh, other things are more important. I won't get into that. But what I do want to mention is that's something I'm very upset about. My fault. I was not able to attend the commissioner meeting because th- that's because all three of them weren't going to be there. I want to talk to all three of them, so we won't be able to discuss on that today. And then Craig Riedel's event, I was unable to attend to because of some things that came up. So, sorry about that. I hope somebody attended the event. Um, uh, we're going to catch Craig out on the street. Not, not in the mean way. You know what I mean? Oh, my, catch him on the street. No, we'll catch him on the street, find him in public, ask him some questions, do some real-time journalism that way, not meet him at an event. Because, uh, yeah, things going up and, you know, we weren't able to to attend. And, you know, that's like the, you know, in Coffee with a Cop as well. Jeez, uh, it's just three of them right there. And I'm going to be honest about, you know, what we have going on. Uh, but there's just some things, and, you know, I hope we're able to make that up to you. And I hope, you know, at least we're talking about it on the show and trying to get other people to go there as well. I mean, I know that everybody's busy, even me. But, um, you know, it is what it is. Anyway, let's go ahead and talk about what we're going to be talking about today on the show. First, we're going to be talking about the leadership update in Congress. So this is important. Uh, well, very important to talk about. I don't think any anything important actually happened Uh Ohio's new House Speaker, uh, Derek Merriman. That'll be interesting to talk about. I don't know much about Derek. Haven't got to interview him, but uh, I didn't see this one coming, that I can tell you. And then President Biden asked Congress for over $37 billion in new emergency aid to Ukraine and $9 billion for COVID-19. Whew, this one's going to be fun. And then last but not least, we're going to finish it off with the verse of the day. So let's go ahead and jump in uh, episode 79 here. Uh, leadership and, excuse me, episode 70, 79, we're going to talk about the leadership in Congress. So, obviously, as many of you know, Lauren Bobart won her election, so we should be very excited about that. She's the congresswoman from Colorado, I do believe. And uh, she had a very contested race. Uh, I think it was like 557 votes with a recount. Basically guaranteed her a victory over her opponent, Democrat opponent. So, excuse me. We do have to be excited that she's coming back to Congress to represent the American people. Also, this is one thing that I saw and I think is very, you know, funny and important to talk about. Lauren Boebert will be returning to Congress. Liz Cheney won't. That's also deserves some rebuttal. <laughs> I mean, you could you could do that sound effect. Hit the wrong button there, but we'll just keep it. Anyway, that's good. Lauren had a tight race. We honestly thought she was going to lose. Me and GOP Josh discussed it on the show there. Really thought she was going to lose. Um, didn't think it looked good for us at all in that race. And she uh, turns out, you know, winning it. So our election systems... 
I mean, I'm not saying that they can just cheat like that, cheat with a snap of their fingers, or they can just, you know, cheat on demand, as some would say. But I do believe that they are cheating. I do believe they're trying with all their might to cheat. And uh, if we don't stop them, if we don't get out and cast enough ballots, paper ballots, to override their cheating, then we're not going to win. I mean, the 557 voters that went out and voted for Laura probably saved that district, that I can tell you, from Democrat madness. So... We got to keep pushing this stuff. Keep talking about the success that's happened. I know there's not a lot of success in this election cycle that has happened, but that is one of them. Lauren Boebert returned to Congress. Wonderful. So the Republicans have taken control of the House, which is good to see. Jim Jordan came out and he was firing at all cylinders. I hope that he's able to do something, but this is also something I don't understand. I know that Jim Jordan is a big theater guy. He loves the spotlight. He loves getting in front of the camera and rounding off the horn about anything and everything. That I can tell you, and I think most Ohioans can tell you that now. The most Many Ohioans that are in the political, you know, that are paying attention in politics, right? A lot of the Ohioans that aren't paying attention in politics that are conservative, they hear Jim Jordan's name. Hoorah, it's Jim Jordan, right? But anyway... Jim Jordan went off the handles. I did not watch the full video. I've seen some clips. It seemed like a good... I'm not saying anything Jim says is bad. Mostly all his stuff is very good. And it sounds... I mean, it's music to your ears almost. But it's the action part that gets me scared. It's the action part that makes Ohioans weary of Jim Jordan's agenda, maybe? My, my opinion and his agenda. But anyway, we're going to go to just a simple, simple, simple uh, point that I'm going to make here with Jim Jordan. So we all know that many of the Republicans in this, in or in this country were calling for um, <laughs> Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy out of, out of leadership and uh, Ron McDaniel out of leadership in the Ohio or in the uh, Republican party. And then we're going to go ahead and elect, and this is what we're going to talk about Senator Mitch McConnell as the GOP leader in the Senate. And then Kevin McCarthy as the Speaker of the House in the House of U.S. Representative. So this is what I don't understand, ladies and gentlemen. And Jim Jordan was one of those people, right? So we're trying to go off on this new path of leadership. Two days goes by and we forget about it and we're reelecting them back into leadership positions. How many Republicans actually stood up and fought? And now how many Republicans are going to have funding go against them because they stood up and fought? For instance, J.R. Majewski, right? They kind of, they did not want J.R. to win. They did not want J.R. in Congress. J.R. would have been a new wrecking ball in Congress. He would have been something that they haven't able to experience yet or they don't have full control of. And I'm talking about Kevin McCarthy and the GOP machine because there's a big, big GOP machine Everybody knows that if you don't understand that this, <laughs> this machine has ran off millions and millions of dollars and that's basically what it's all about, then you need, to get out of, uh, you need to get out of underneath the rock and start breathing some of this air and start reading some of these stuff because it's everywhere. It's right in your face and they want you to know it. But we have to get new leadership. 
I'm excited that the Republicans, the conservatives, whoever we want to call it, some of them are globalists even. So, you know, everybody's saying, oh, Republicans won back the House. We won back the House. Yeah, conservatives won back the House. You also know conservatives and Republicans passed the Patriot Act, right? George Bush. People are forgetting that most of these party people are uniparty. They're working at the same agenda, and all they're doing is fooling you. Dan Crenshaw got reelected as well, right? Like, are we going to be excited about that? People need to wake up and smell the roses because bad things are actually happening in this country, and even worse things are happening in our government because of these cowards who are just allowing it to happen. So we need real conservatives, godly people even, independents, where you at, to stand up and fight. Because it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely getting a little bad. Alrighty, so let's move on to Ohio's House leadership. Now I know this is kind of a boring Friday. There's not a lot of breaking news other than the news that we talked about. Biden sending his billions of dollars to Ukraine and whatnot. And I know that you guys were probably waiting on some cool voice recordings and other things about the events that I was going to, but that also didn't happen. So I'm sorry about that. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to spice it up here with a little, with this good segment here on Ohio's leadership. So if some of you can remember, Bob Cup was a speaker of the house, just this last general assembly. And again, excuse me. And that guy is in it to his eyeballs. And it's probably good that he's getting out of politics. Okay. So you have Bob leaving the Speaker of the House. Now, it seems like not a lot of conservative, you know, godly people got elected in the US or in the state house. Just gonna say that. I think we could have done a much better job. But I also, I also think with the redistricting maps and everything, it kind of halted a lot of people. And people really weren't sure of what was going to happen. And I don't blame them for waiting or kind of feeling it out right there. It was a very, very unique situation. With the whole gerrymandering of the maps and whatnot. Anyway, these, these people ended up voting for Derek Merriman. And he's up in that Toledo, Port Clinton area. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't know the exact um, district. I did not do my homework with that, but we can real-time fact-check it. But anyway, what I'm getting at is mostly if you're, putting, if you're getting put into Ohio's leadership, you either want to be corrupt, you are corrupt, or you're dang well close to being corrupt. That's what's that. That's just what I gotta say. Right now, anyway, because our leadership is 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 rotten to the core, and Derek is a very young gentleman, very young. Yep, he's in that Toledo area, borders up to Bryan and close down to Bowling Green. District 47. So I'm excited to see 
how his career as speaker is going to be. Is he going to push legislation through, get 248 passed? That would be awesome. But what I was getting at with Bob Cup, he's the one that wouldn't let 248 go to the floor to vote even. Is Derek going to be a much better leader than that? Is the house of cards falling down in the Ohio, Ohio State representatives? Are we actually getting new blood in there? Oh, I can't wait to see what happens. I think so much good could happen with this. Derek Merriman supported, supported, I don't want to be wrong on this, but J.R. Majewski in the primary, I do believe I can go fact check that uh, for the next show on Monday if I remember. I have to write down here in the notes. We need to figure out if Derek Merriman did because I think that's what we'll see. Because if he endorsed Craig Rito, Teresa Gavron, we'll know where he stands in the Ohio swamp of representatives. Because it's such a swamp there. We're going to spend a lot of time there, that I can tell you. We're going to we're gonna be uh, job shadowing Josh Williams if he allows us to. We haven't talked about it with him, but I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. And, uh, you know, other, uh, hopefully Roy Kloppenstein will let us job shadow him and, uh, you know, see what goes on and we'll just, you know, we'll do what we do. But it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, we need to keep it up. But listen, pay attention and uh, figure out how Derek Merriman's going to govern. It's going to be interesting. But all right, moving on. President Biden asked Congress for over $37 billion in new emergency aid to Ukraine and $9 billion for COVID. And there's, there's, there's a few things I just want to mention real quick here. And I'm going to keep Sunday or Friday short. And I am kind of battling this head cold. And that's another reason why we're kind of having a late show today. Uh I think when you come from Florida and then you come to Ohio and it turns bitterly cold very fast, uh, you just automatically get sick. I don't know. And I know that the cold doesn't make you sick. Germs do. But dang, I am not a fan of the cold, that I can tell you. But remember when President Biden mentioned the pandemic is over, right? He said the pandemic is over, yet he's sending $9 billion to Ukraine for COVID. Guys, remember when we needed $4 billion just to build a wall on the U.S. southern border and the Democrats locked and, and basically uh, shut down the country because of it? It's freaking unreal. It's literally unreal. And then $37 more billion in emergency aid to Ukraine. What happened to the other billions and billions of dollars we've sent them, ladies and gentlemen? This is why the U.S. House of Representatives, the ones in there that are calling for an audit of the money that we've sent to Ukraine, are, are, is very smart. It's a very important. I mean, we should be doing this. Thomas Massey from the great state of Kentucky, I believe, uh, congressman, is doing a wonderful job pushing and fighting for an audit and the uh, funds that went to Ukraine. It's unreal. Billions and billions of dollars. Why are we going to keep allowing this to happen? That's your taxpayer. That's your money. That's the future. That's your kid's future. Basically, going to Ukraine to get laundered and wired and sent back to the offshore accounts of these bureaucrats in Washington and probably Ukraine and etc. We need to stop it, ladies and gentlemen. If we don't stop it, our country is going to be destroyed. With a capital D. 
And to all the people that don't care about what's going on, well, it is what it is. We have to suffer it. A lot of us are suffering it. But all right, we're going to be moving on here. The most important thing of the day, and that's the verse of the day, we've got to bring Jesus Christ close and into our life. There's a great message today. Great message. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Do not worry about anything, but pray and ask God for everything you need. That comes from Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. So important to bring Jesus Christ into your life. He is the healer. I love him to death, as you should love him more than anyone. If you love him and put him at the top of your life, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you won't have to worry about anything. So put Jesus Christ first. You will be a true warrior for good. That I can tell you. All righty. I'm sorry about today's show. I know it was kind of not the best, and we got all a late start, but I got this head cold this week, and I'm going to try to recoup, take some deep breaths, enjoy some time with some friends, and uh, get this head cold gone. I don't know if that's the best idea with the friends thing, but anyway, we're going to get rid of the head cold. We're going to come back bigger, better, and stronger Monday for a great show, maybe a long show. Hopefully I get long-winded. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. I look forward to bringing you more news, content, interviews, and talk shows. If you could, please check out the website, redfutureradio.com. If you also could check out our Telegram channel, it's brand new, The Samuel McGuire Show. Please share it and subscribe to it, and uh, we'd love to grow that channel very, very much. Uh, we have the social media. My social media is at Samuel C. McGuire, Facebook, Twitter, True Social, Instagram, Getter, Telegram, Frank Social, TikTok, my email, SamuelCMcGuire at gmail.com. Have a great weekend. Can't wait to see you Monday. God bless. This is the Samuel McGuire Show on Red Future Radio.